0: the Nick Winter Show and I do the entertaining. Thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. Ah, Star Wars. (laughs) Nothing but Star Wars.
1: Hello and welcome to Kickers of Elves presents something out of the ordinary <laughs> that is not Star Trek here. We're doing something completely different with a different stars, star thing. My name is Wade Bowen. Uh, with me as always is James Nolan.
2: Hey guys. And Hugh Crawford. Hello.
1: And now for something a little bit different. I'm just going to pass it off to to James since this was this was all your idea
2: yes this was uh this was my idea so for about the last six months we've wanted to in some capacity talk about the last Jedi but like it, it, it's it become like the longer we waited the more fraught it became and so I, I had this idea of doing this this weird and goofy thing that I got really excited about and I got the guys excited about and it required us to read stuff, and uh, we we uh, soon got unexcited. Um, Subsequently, lost <laughs> all our
1: boners for it,
2: and so now we all hate Star Wars right now. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna go forward with this podcast. My original idea was: it seemed that a lot of the critiques of the Last Jedi or a lot of the fan, uh, if you're going to argue, if you were going to take their arguments in good faith, it seemed to be that they wanted something else. From the Star Wars trilogy than the Disney Catherine Kennedy Star Trek that Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars Star Wars, <laughs> Wars that it, I get <laughs> it wrong on both. Um you've
1: got Star Trek Wars
2: Dyslexia, man. Yes, I did. Um so uh I decided to uh download a bunch of extended you Star Wars Extended Procure, Universe. You liberated I liberated
1: yeah. You can yes. he may have paid for those downloads. I I, pay,
2: yes. I I you can't prove I didn't pay for it, we can't prove it. No, in the end we all paid for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we paid for it with our with our with our hearts uh, and our souls. So a bunch of Star Wars extended universe comic books because we weren't going to read the real books. And I divvied them out, and each one of us is going to read something, and we were going to reflect on it, and then maybe that would be a back way around having some sort of understanding about the issues with all Last Jedi. That was my theme. I'm not sure that's where we got to, but we're going to sort of divvy up several stories here. I took it upon myself to do a comic book version of the Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy, which is considered the first major epic work of the um of the extended universe, and like and I think I got off pretty good in that, but then I took off the second major storyline of the extended universe, which was the Dark horse comics, Dark Empire trilogy, and oh boy is
1: that with the the twins? No,
2: kind of no, thing? no, it's where a uh, uh, clone of Darth Sidious comes back and converts Luke to the dark side, sort of. Um, it's horrible. Uh, and <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. Uh, then, wait, uh, Hugh, you want to tell us what you had real quick? Yeah, I had two
3: volumes of X-Wing Rogue Squadron, the Rebel opposi- Opposition by... Uh, the, the chief architect of this was Michael A. Stackpole, who I guess is... A big deal. I mean, he's a novelist, and he he's at least friend. He's at least friends with Stan Sakai because he wrote the inter, <laughs> like a glowing introduction to the, one of these collections. Oh, Stan Sakai did, yes. But it's important to note that the the introduction to the collection is mostly a stackpole resume, <laughs> and ra- <laughs> rather than talking about the actual Star Wars work,
2: he wrote him a
0: recommendation letter.
3: <laughs> y- yes, yes, and he prefaces you know it, it was saying, I admit to not. Uh, I, I haven't. I don't know much about Star Wars. Is
2: what he <laughs> says. Uh, uh, I haven't right? actually
1: read these, but he's a great guy. And
2: yeah, Sansky yeah. is the I great artist of Usagi uh, Yojimbo. If you have never...
0: yes,
3: he's one of my favorites. Well, I mean, it, they have a I'm, you know a shared publisher. Sansky had to like help move units. Is probably what <laughs> it dark is. Horse, you know? yeah. like hey, if you want, if you want, you know, Usagi to keep on being published, you're gonna have to kiss the ring because Star Wars <laughs> is keeping
2: the lights on. Until they weren't. And now, now Zelda well, Zelda grew more Right.
3: So we have ah, uh, yeah. So I have the X Wing Rogue Squadron stories, which is the Wedge of Tilly's, uh stuff. And yeah, I've I know so much about that.
2: And then Wade, what did you get? I gave you two things, right? One of which You gave me two things. One of which yes. be-, be befits your uh status as a as a as a hardcore tabletop RPG gamer. And, and the other um, uh, as a yes, comic book reader. And
1: the other one, I guess, befits my uh, status as a guy that sometimes plays video games. I, yeah, I,
2: I was playing with that, but yeah.
1: I'm going way back to, well, the Star Wars Tabletop RPG. I read some of was gonna read the first edition source book, but then I couldn't find a good resource for that without paying fifty bucks for a hardback book. Because it got reissued recently, so I went and there's PDFs freely online. I didn't have to steal anything. Uh, None
2: of us did, really. I mean, really, I don't even know who di- I don't even know who Nemesis Forty Three is. So I don't, you, know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know what that means.
1: So I went back and I read the second edition. A source book for the original uh, Star Wars tabletop role playing game by
2: West End Games. West End Games,
1: yes. yes. And I I read some of that, and then uh, befitting my status of some, as someone who sometimes plays video games, but never actually played Knights of the Old Republic, which is a fantastic video game series by all accounts. I read the comic book based on that setting. I guess there's a there was a knight. Of the old Republic comic book that ran from two, that ran from 2006
4: to 2010 apparently.
2: Oh. So I read uh, the bulk of the series. <laughs> I think this, this this killed us, right,
3: guys? <laughs> um, well, it's like I said I said to you guys earlier. I, a little background. What? Let's go over our. Each of our personal experience with the extended universe prior to this little research project. What was your What was your experience? We could have been the the appropriate age. Oh yeah, we, I mean that's the thing is that this is not a generational thing. We we were all born. We're, we're all within that millennial zennial. Yeah, you know we're, yeah. we're all white male straight white males <laughs> yeah. born between 1977 and 1983. So. This is this stuff is in our wheelhouse. Yeah, I was
2: aware of the Thrawn trilogy even from a, you know from in my teenage years. Okay, so so right. was I. Yeah. So was I. Yeah. I mean, I I had read one extended
3: universe book in high school, uh, and I have no like I can't tell you one thing that happened in it. Like <laughs> going back, right?
1: Like I don't think I ever read any of the EU books, but I remember having like you know classic mouth breather nerdy conversations with you James in high school oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah and I
2: remember we had a friend named Neil who was really Mm -hmm. into the extended who was really into this burgeoning extended universe stuff like like he read he was big on the Thawne trilogy and and all of those sort of things
1: I remember that shadow of the empire video game that took
2: place yes which
3: a little background on the three of us we're we are like the direct market comic book store oh yeah demographic we were in there every week with pull lists getting our books Mm -hmm. so and i never had any interest in any of the dark not a single fucking star wars and was
2: that because it was like and i don't know like now i think it's kind of interesting because i don't i don't think this way because it's all just made up shit stories you know but it was something that i often felt like i felt really strongly it was like well that's not real those are not real stories. <laughs> they don't count. They're not they are not canon. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I just felt like it was, uh, I just felt like it wasn't real, too. It just wasn't, that's not what I, what they were presenting on the covers of those comics. It's not what I enjoyed in the movies, I guess.
1: I also knew that if they ever made any new movies, they might. Just wipe out this stuff, which actually—that's a big contention of all the people that are so up in arms today,
2: mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and I
1: never had any illusion that this would still be canon. They, yeah, I mean, I mean, you think right?
2: about it. Like, Western Games came out, which was it uh, extrapolated deeply on the world of Star Wars that you just saw. Like, it did. Yeah. It, it built a just, lot of that stuff up. But it was all just like, yeah, they're going to wipe it away. But really, they, you know, Lucas didn't like uh, with the prequels. Right, right. It all, I mean, because it's all post-Turn of the Jedi, uh, nothing really directly contradicts it. Um,
1: I I skimmed a lot of this source book because it's a lot of role playing rules, And I get those because I'm a guy that knows how to play RPGs. Mm-hmm. but like yeah the, when you get into the setting the the setting information in this RPG i guess i'll just start since it kind of came first sure is pretty broad and it's pretty flexible it's like there's a lot of leeway for how it goes but what's interesting is that it it kind of maps out certain things like the known galaxy is and and at hyperspace being more than just light speed Hyperspace and the hollow net are set up as like that's how you have a galactic empire and hyperspace is how you can it's a magic thing basically that you can get from one end of the galaxy to another and
2: So it's like another realm. Is that why everybody because there was a lot of people bitching in The Last Jedi when uh, uh, Laura Dern runs the ship into the other ship. They were like, that's not how hyperspace works. Was yes. Like, it seems exactly that's how hyperspace works. They just shoot off like a fucking bullet. But no, like, right. but they don't. But well, like, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Right.
1: Right. Well, here I could. He read He didn't this. read the West
2: End Games <laughs>
1: thing. Right. Hyperspice, hyperspace is easy to understand in theory, but it's complex intricacies are so overwhelming that even the most advanced hyperspace theorist can't explain exactly what hyperspace is. It's known that it's an alternate dimension that allows travel travel speeds faster than the speed of light. It is also known that hyperspace is coterminous with real space. If you head in a certain direction in hyperspace, you're also heading in that direction in real space.
3: Holy shit, this is all stuff that does not interest me at all.
1: Real (laughs) objects in real space have a hyperspace... Shadow, so that at a certain location in space, it's also present in hyperspace. So therefore, actually, those Lorentz der- nerds are wrong.
2: But wait, but why do you why do you like for the layman? Why do you need to know this for? Because a game? E equals M C squared. The higher, the faster the, an object goes, the more it weighs. And if you go something to light, it has an exponential weight that would cause a black hole or a rip in space. So what? theory, you cannot what, achieve you cannot achieve light speed. But and what so does this
3: whoa, matter whoa, whoa, for whoa, whoa, a game? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's why I don't that, understand how this relates to a game
1: well okay well i can i can explain it with well james That is very angry nerd corner and you're right but it's also a game
2: yes (laughs) but but that's why they added in well they added it
1: in because no here's why they made it that way in in a game because game nerds like rules and you need to be able to you you can say you can explain it away as this magical thing that nobody understands but it still has rules that it needs to operate with Mm -hmm. you can still need to be able to play according to the rules of the setting
2: that's why the warp bubble exists in star exactly
1: and it's the game actually kind of explained the warp bubble technology or equivalent for star wars in a way that the movies just never bothered yeah because they just take off like a bullet because (laughs) right right. because george
2: lucas didn't have this kind of thinking
1: the more i've when i was going through all this research all the the people that are getting uh, butt hurt about what the last Jedi does and all the other stuff is like it's actually I don't know it doesn't even seem that in conflict with what I read which is this Star Wars RPG that is pretty open ended mm-hmm. and. As comic book series, it takes place like four thousand years before the Battle of Yavin.
2: Yeah. and we know that Ryan Johnson paid you to suck his dick in this podcast, but not so. enough. But oh, bad! <laughs> you 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 tell you write a beloved letter about how much you love the brothers Brothers <laughs> Bloom. <blue. No>, um,
4: <laughs> yes, yes.
2: So, what else? Like, what sort of interesting things did they add on in this? in this RPG to the world other than just rules that they actually add did it have repercussions like lasting repercussions did they well, contribute it, anything to the extended
3: universe that wasn't it feels
1: like the talk of all the talk of the outer rim and uh the and actually in this there is a, an excerpt about a journal of the wills, which uh actually came up recently when in the news in the Star Wars news when uh, George Lucas was talking about his planned trilogy post, uh, you know, his, his episode seven, which was going to take place in the quantum realm or a small, small micro space with these beings called wills. And everybody's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. But then you go back to his early treatment where he has this expert excerpt. Wills. wait, so
2: this, there's a sub in the subspace where they travel at light speed, there's beings that live in that realm
1: no he was going to go into like a microverse where the force and it and it was going to according to his treatment for his planned uh post original trilogy episode seven new trilogy was going to be in a whole different realm but which was it was where he was going to like see my midichlorians are a thing it's like little people in this little microverse and it sounded very stupid
2: but it sounds was, very stupid a, as you're relating it. <laughs> oh, I,
1: it's totally dumb as shit. I mean, look, I'm <laughs> I'm not a guy that has very much at all nice to say about George Lucas, uh-huh. whatsoever. But but it is a thing that the Journal of the Wills was a was something that he had set forth before way back in the mid '80s. Yeah, even. interesting. And he didn't. It was all vague. He didn't say. I'm sure he didn't have quite the ideas. But, yeah, yeah. but there's still this excerpt in the RPG about the Journal of the Wills. Uh, Wills W H I L S, but then yes. it's, it's hard to yeah, pronounce and, too, <laughs> right? And then it, you know, there's a bunch of stuff about like what happened in the decline after uh, Palpatine dies, and the the state of the Republic, and how the Republic is, you know, kind of fighting every. It's in power, but then also there's all these remnants of the old Empire where all the moths <laughs> which is a, a moth, is a rank, I guess, and they, they took over to be their own little overlords and territories that they own. So it does outside. give a... Okay,
2: so the game takes place post-Battle of Endor, right?
1: And the, the second edition does, at least, and it, it gives you, you
2: know, it's all setting
1: information, so it says if you're playing in between if you're playing before the battle of endor and after uh okay uh the first star wars these are this is what the state of the galaxy is if you're playing post uh jedi here's the state of the galaxy and you know it, it gives roles in it's but it's all mostly vague and then you know it, it has some rules about and you know it throws in some stuff about the mon calamari or one of the biggest yeah uh races in the uh they must rebellion. have been
2: really they must have really uh latched on to grown-up nerds in 1983 because they're, they play a huge part in the thrones trilogy i think there's a men of a certain age really love like, I don't know, like crawfish <laughs> <Yeah>. alien. <laughs> it's, a <trap. laughs> the, it's a trap! They love that it's a trap. They love that, like, I don't know, yeah. That there's these, like, fish yeah. beings, I
1: guess. And then the map of, like, there's a, the slice, oh, which is, like, a, like,
2: like a, the inner, yeah, the
1: the core worlds where coursant is, and then the outer worlds. And then and it's it fabulous just, you know. that,
2: they, that all of these stories take place in one galaxy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because one of the main, that we're not doing, one of the main... um uh, extended universe works is written by who's the guy that wrote all the D and D novels? Timothy's. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That forever realms, forgotten oh. realms. Oh, that guy—the guy, the guy right? that killed Ari Salvador. Yes, yeah. he wrote uh, a whole series about uh, another galaxy invading the Star Wars galaxy.
1: Oh yeah. I've <sighs> read
2: so yeah. And and he killed. Che- he killed Chewbacca, which created the biggest problem. To which is why that Disney always said that they killed the extended universe. Well, first they didn't want to do these dumbass stories, uh-huh. but second off that they they killed the all the the book writers killed uh, Chewbacca because there's he's not interesting in a novel or setting. Right, he's a cinematic yes thing. <laughs> yes,
3: uh- uh, I think yeah there was some there's there's this aspect the appeal to star wars so much of it is rooted in cinema oh and how i mean i'm gonna go into that yeah, if <laughs> yeah. I to the if right I... <laughs> so i think may, and maybe maybe that's why we just weren't interested in it as as a comic book is because we just like there's just a part of us who knew so
2: okay so all right, anyway, are, yeah. are you are you yeah. are you done with the games I'm, or i'm done
1: i'm spent oh you're all spent okay I could, so i had the <laughs> i could go on but should I go on? Probably
2: not. <laughs> so I had the okay, so like I just want to do this caveat that I did the Heir to the Empire, which is like sort of the So the Thrawn trilogy, which was these books written in the I think the first one was published in the early nineties, ninety one. Ninety one sounds right. Uh, yeah, going through, I think, ninety-four. And there are three books: The Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command, all written by Timothy Zahn, which is like a I sort of at the time was sort of this, this classic sci-fi like. Like pulp writer, he had done all. Yeah, of Yeah, the... I
3: mean, I have uh, every issue of Analog Science Fiction Magazine from 1980 to 1988, uh-huh. and Timothy Zahn is like a, he a is f- in it. He's in I mean, he it. is and a cornerstone. He's, he's got <laughs> yeah. short stories in like in, in a lot of those. Yeah,
1: and he's he's written a lot of like you know franchise yeah. IP stuff. Like I've read he wrote all the the if you're a D and D nerd. The uh the the pintat tr- something uh as like Dark Sun D novels that he The Prism Pintad. Just gonna get my nerd bona fides out there, but, uh. just a note. I fucked up. It, it's not Timothy's on. Troy Denning wrote the Prism Pintad. Different guy entirely. I'm so wrong. He probably heard a Star Trek book at some point, but I'm wrong. I'm so sorry. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he... Which, it's fine. Yeah, and I
2: think well. that, like... But I do think that, like, this trilogy is probably the thing he's most known for. And yeah, yeah, I just I want agree. to be clear. I did not read that trilogy. I read Mark Barron's Dark Horse representation of that trilogy because I needed to bang it through really, really quick. Um, and mm-hmm. by all stretches of the account, it's a pretty great uh, adaptation from comics-wise. Every uh, So, it's collected as 18 issues, so six... Six per per book, mm-hmm. and they're all written by Mark Baron, who I guess is famous for writing Batman in the '80s and writing some. Uh, like I think he wrote Camelot 3000, which is a quasi-famous uh, BC comic from the '80s. Um, each one had a different artist, though. Uh, the first one had like a like these uh, cool European artists named Oliver or olive Yeah, it's Oliver uh, Vantine and Fred Blanchard. Uh, the the second series had the best, most known artist. to like, if you're into comic books today, which is Terry Dobson, who still work, who works with his wife now as an artist, and inks by Kevin Nolan, who is considered like one of the comics artists, comics artists uh, in the industry, and then yes. uh, uh, some, some, some shitty guy for the third one. His name is Edvin. Bejvic, and anyway, so uh, the thrawn So I have this idea of what the throne trilogy is, and the throne trilogy treats, and I think that this may be like the difference between uh, a, like a, a certain type of Star Wars fan and and maybe us, is that like now it seems to you want to think of these Star Wars trilogy as these sort of triplets of stories that deal with mm-hmm. different generations of, well, I guess specifically, Star, Star, Skywalkers, Star Killers, Skywalkers, and uh, Heir to the Empire treats it as just, this is the next movie. Um, So, like, Return of there would be Return of the Jedi, and then three years later, you would have went to see Heir to the Empire. And it wouldn't have been this generational story. It would have been this, as much of a continuation of Return of the Jedi as Return of the Jedi was, a continuation of the plot elements of empire strikes back and it introduces a ton a shit ton of new characters two of which um are are, are really sort of like i guess to real star wars fans maybe top 10 star wars characters of all time even admiral I'm thrawn. admiral thrawn which is the i mean it's called the thrawn trilogy and he's the main villain in it and he is uh a, beaut, a, blue, person. a, a blue person with red eyes he is a grand admiral in the Empire. They didn't know about him. He was off book, uh, off the books of the Rebellion, and he's trying to pick up the scraps of the Rebellion, and he is a legitimately beautifully rendered character. He's smart, but not evil. Like, he's not characteristically evil. He, you know, he gives a lot. Like, he's he's just a man on a mission to reform the Empire, which is the, the army that he's committed to. He doesn't do a lot of diabolic shit. He doesn't go he doesn't like he's just not a traditional villain like timothy's on uh, mm-hmm. rendered a very interesting nuanced likable smart you know man with a drive and and working hard to get there sort of character and he doesn't have force there's no force bullshit there's no dark side bullshit there's no dark schemes he's just there and and at the end he loses i mean spoiler alert but uh, <laughs> The other mate yeah the other major character is they introduce is a one of the dancers from Return of the Jedi that's in Jabba's palace is secretly working for the emperor and when the emperor is dead uh dies she's left without any sort of uh focus uh and she's her name is Mara Jade and she ends up uh in some other books later that I've never read Marrying Luke Skywalker.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that she was supposedly she was in. Yeah, she's uh, Force
2: sensitive and the Dark Side Padawan of the Emperor. Oh, when he died, he the la- he sent out a message to her as he was falling down the electrical hole that uh, to kill Luke uh-huh. Skywalker, and that was like a programming in her that she had to that she couldn't get over and as so it's as the plot of the of the novel brought them together and made them sort of need to work together she, she felt conflict so and then she felt she felt love, love. she comes yeah. to the light side and man all this yeah. sounds so uninteresting <laughs> to me so but but <laughs> what is interesting but what is ultimately interesting is that it's hard to it's hard to convey a well made character but thon is a pretty interesting character. but what is the the thing that i get that i that i I didn't, I started reading Heir to the Empire when I was like 15 and it just, whatever. Because it didn't treat the Battle of Endor as like the end of an era. So right. it didn't treat it as this thing because the story's got to go on. It was like, you know, no one's interested. And then there's peaceful years and here's books about that. Nobody gives a shit. So you got to restart the fucking Empire rebellion bullshit. Right, right. Like pronto. Pronto. Um, and, th- but that that is the thing when you're reading it that I get is that it's, more adventures with your old Star Wars friends. Well,
3: and that I don't know when do you want to start unpacking Rogue Squadron, but it ties into a lot yeah. of what you're
2: saying.
1: Well, yeah, let me like. So was was Mara Jade technically in Return of the Jedi? There as a is dancer? not
2: an actual visual. No, no. Okay. I mean, like, they okay, they may be some extra in the background where you can point to and go, "That's her," but I mean, like, it's clearly just made up by timothy's on like it's there so that lando was trying to fuck her in during return of the well like it's a plot point that lando has been trying to fuck her for the two weeks that he was in Jabba's palace as the guy (laughs) with the Uh teeth on his face right thing Okay. okay so but the plot is the biggest plot is that they find this old jedi that that was like an old man and he wants and these these are the things with both of these series is that from this point on, and I, I and I do make huge problematic questions from this, is that Princess Leia is knocked up for the next two books. The both books I read. <laughs> She was knocked up with twins in the first one. She has them, and then she's knocked up with another one for the second one. So all of the books is she's pregnant. She because essentially, remember, now the Jedi is like a lineage thing. You can't just be a Jedi. Oh, you right. have to like be a yeah. skywalker. And so now she's like a brood mare for the future of like the, oh, the God. Je- right. <laughs> it's yes. just like fucking gross. And they keep oh, and that yeah. and
3: that doesn't help that doesn't help. Th- then when when you have something like that, it kind of keys you in into like who who this stuff is for. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. she is still strong because she's strong in the original series, and they can't change up the original series because that's right heresy. Right. But um but all of these things, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of the like fucking writing of the book takes place with. There's this sort of. um they found this planet full of like voles or ferrets or something that like uh, can stop the force. So Thrawn uses yeah. them as like this buffet so that he's never manipulated by like. And so Thrawn, if you see him, he has like this giant like I don't know like uh, like an ocelot or something like tied to his back, <laughs> and it looks like a fur collar, but it's living. And it's so like like this Jedi they find named something. Saboba. Saboba. suboth Fuck it. Whatever. Saboba
1: <laughs> is a pod racer. Yes. Uh, Come yes. On. It's
2: not that guy. It's some <laughs> fucking other. It's some old man. He turns out that he's not really a Jedi. He's a clone of a Jedi. He's fucking stupid. So. Older oh, the, the clones. Yeah. yeah. So this is where it gets. No, that doesn't sound nearly as stupid as <laughs> as the hologram Jedi. ...that appeared in Rogue Squadron. <laughs> right. There is a... Okay. So, anyway, so... Well, they,
1: I actually, got I got excited back when we were in high school about the concept of, clones, of clone yeah. Jedi. I was like,
2: that's what the clone wars are about. Well, that's what they, they do that in this, where they make a Jedi army that's clones. And it's like... Uh, and in that book, like, they're not all... They're not all, like, the fucking, like, key... They're not all the Maui warrior guys from, like, the... Right, right, right. Um, but... Anyway, so they lose, and everybody gets out okay. And uh, Admiral Ackbar, there was a coup because there was a bad guy on the Jedi Council or in the Rebellion Council, but they got rid of him. Fuck it. It's a big, long story. Right, right. Uh, And Mara Jade, they make a clone of Luke Skywalker at the end. And Luke Skywalker has to find Luke Skywalker, but Mara Jade kills the clone, which frees her from this, like, mind cycle that the the Emperor put in her. And so now she's free to, like... Luke jedi and not feel mm-hmm. conflicted um she's a tough girl too she's uh all of those things but she's also a hot redhead so one of the things because they're novels i, I was reading an article about how mark Barron broke down the Thon trilogy because it seems like everything happens off panel like that battle we just got back from and i'm like why the fuck are they doing that and it's because he literally like it was a work for hire and he just did the easy way where he just broke the novels out and then just wrote the dialogue from the novel so it's scene from scene from the novels but in novels you don't write about big battles cuz it gets confusing to the viewer so you start it after the battle and then have revisitations of the battle but that doesn't work in a visual medium like comics right right <laughs> so it's like incredibly like why is everything happening i was like constantly why is everything happening off screen and it's because it was just literally ripped from a from a novel so, yeah. so that was, and so you don't have that issue, but it's still like, um, okay. So in the dark, I'm just going to get through this, the, the worst by far, this was five times better than the dark empire, which was, I, I conveniently read in its original format. It is a comic book. Um, but it was also considered really important and it takes place right after heir to the empire where Luke gets, uh, there is a clone of the emperor and Luke goes and joins him to become the and uh, Leia has to be like the the Jedi that saves the universe but it is okay. it is um and then ultimately in the first end of the first book Luke wakes up and kills the old man emperor but he gets put in a new body, so now the emperor is like a young guy for the rest of the. It's fucking lame, and it's got lame art. It's got un, un like the worst kind of art. It's got the worst kind of fan service. Boba Fett is all in it, um, chasing and Han, and they keep going. Like it is, it is the height of dumbness. But at the end of it, they defeat the emperor again. Because you have to keep doing the same thing. Sure, sure. And um, they kill all of the Emperor's potential clones. Leia has her third kid, so now uh, Luke can start his Jedi Academy with his nieces oh. and Mara Jade. No. But they find a planet. They find two other missing. Uh, one one guy's his own age. I forget his name. But they find, like... Uh, more, je- it's fucking lame. Fuck it. it. It was horrible. I shouldn't have concluded it on this list, but it's fucking lame. And but specifically, the artwork is vomit. It's that paint. Those sh- back when painted comic books were the trend, but they were still trying to make them cheaply. So on every page, everything's the same color. Ooh, you know, oh. like yeah, like so it's everything is green washed on this I know page exactly what you're and talking everything's about, everything's blue washed on this page because no one wants to put in the time to like intricately paint. Oh god, it's un, it's un. Eh. So, uh, I can see the appeal of, I see, I see the appeal of Heir to the Empire, though I don't necessarily partake in it. And I think I see the appeal in, like, if you're just into turning these, these movies into soap operas, that where do they go from here? I can see that, like, if you've lived that life from the the 90s to essentially Force Awakens, because the, you know, the... The uh, the prequels didn't do much to fuck that up. Post Battle of Endor shit. So if right. you're if you're interest, if you just want to like you read Twenty Years of Adventures, Luke gets married and has kids, and Han Solo is constantly fretting over his wife's uh, Jediing and getting in increasing you know adventures, and he has to like meet friends with his old uh, scavenger buddies to like get him out of scrapes, and Lando is. Th- there for diversity <laughs> and um and and you know you had 20 years of that before before disney fucked you over wait right. wait tell me all about yours <laughs> or you tell me all oh, about yours yes about the rogue squadron about the, the rogue... stackhouse
3: rogue squadrons yes okay so the rogue squadron follows um and these epic collections what they are they are put out by Marvel or Disney, Marvel and Disney, but they weren't made by Marvel and Disney. Yeah. They, these were the old Dark Horse comics from 20 years ago. And what the epic collections are, they're rearranged in chronological order, um, not in not in the chronological uh, of when they were released, but how like many days after the Battle of Endor. And there's a timeline at the beginning of every ep- every issue, and so like the first story takes place three days after the Battle of Endor, and then the next one takes place like seven days after the Battle of Endor, and then it jumps to like two weeks Battle of Endor, and then there's like the main stack house stuff, which is like a month afterwards or whatever. But it's Wedge Tilly's and 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 uh, Rogue Squadron. Wedge. 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 Yes. I don't Wedge know. Attili's. I don't
2: know if I could like.
3: he's a
1: guy that's in there and they say his name i love him
3: reference (laughs) oh man well see we get to find out about wedges upbringing how his parents died we get all that stuff and we got a whole new cast of characters which are sort of like vague renditions of existing star wars characters like cheap knockoffs there's Mm -hmm. one lieutenant Tycho that uh like wears a han solo vest and like a white shirt underneath it and he's he's just brash and always running like off and doing the, his own that's thing that's
2: the polo and cargo shorts of star wars
0: <laughs> it,
3: it is so then and there's a wookie that is hopelessly devoted to one of one of the newest rogue squadron oh. she's a she's a lady and her husband died and and the wookie is hopelessly devoted to her husband but when he died the blood debt was transferred to her so now he's she he'll rip off arms over of you know mm-hmm. anybody who who she wants. Is there a uh, Porkins?
2: Because that was on, that's the only X-Wing pilot <laughs> I ever remember is Porkins. They have Porkins. uh
3: Biggs Darklighter's uh death uh they have they go they go visit Biggs' dad uh on Tatooine. <laughs> wait, to, wait,
2: Biggs is from Tatooine too?
3: Yeah. I thought that yeah, was wait—is Biggs, the, is wait, is
2: Biggs the guy who knew Luke at the Battle of the, in Heaven? the First? I thought that was somebody yes. else.
3: No, it's it. Biggs was a was in the fir, like rough in the first cut. So yeah, they were the movie. Yeah, I've seen that and scene. And then they yeah. and then they cut yeah, and then they cut him. So anyway, they do. We get a lot of Biggs dad. We get a lot of <laughs> uh, but all these stories. Okay, and. All these, and there's this one lady named Plore, and she's uh, she looks like she has male pattern baldness, <laughs> and she's bald on top, but has hair around the side of her her head, like Sean does. She's
2: Larry uh, Fine. Like, she's the Larry Fine, yeah, race. Looks, <laughs> right? Well,
3: and she's like a hot headed badass pilot, and turns out at the end of. At the, the last four issues, they're all of these are four issues story. It, each arc is his own four issues, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, turns out she's a princess of her own planet. Oh. And you didn't know that. And is Biggs fucker? No, Biggs is
2: dead. What? Biggs, uh, Biggs Dark Rider? <laughs> how dare they, Biggs? I was wait so no, Biggs. To him. <laughs> I'm thinking of Wedge Antilles, so never mind. Biggs is no, the Wedge, guy. No, no, oh, no. Oh, so no, you Wedge, get to learn no. the whole Biggs story. I, I thought Biggs died. Okay, okay, okay. I'm confusing Biggs and Wedge. <laughs> I'm getting my Biggses and my yeah. Wedges mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yes, oh, you, yeah. you clearly are. Because I would um, be so
1: distraught if they killed Wedge, I, my favorite. At, <laughs> at one point,
3: at one point early in the, And they introduced, all these are all new characters except for like Wedge and some and some of these other. They're all, like, new characters introduced, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to suffer through that. It, <laughs> so but, you didn't um, know these fuckers. No, you're not, you're not attached to them. All you know is really Wedge. Uh, but and we really don't know him because he's not really a character. He's just a face, you know, that blew up the Death Star or whatever. But um, what was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about there's one lady who shows up at the first arc, and she looks exactly like Princess Leia. And... We don't know it's in like we don't know why she looks like Princess Leia, but everybody just talks about how she looks like Princess Leia and she fools a few people, and then at the end it's that's how they find out who who the traitor is because the traitor didn't know she wasn't Princess Leia, so the traitor that they were looking for and amongst her missed. So I mean it's that kind of stuff, oh. you know, where everything's. Think the plots all jerry rigged you know, stuff happens at the beginning just so it'll work out on the back end. It's all sort of haphazard and transparent. Like I think if you've read enough Agatha Christie novels, you could probably like write these things. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So or like, are
2: they kinda like Louis L'Amour books, maybe? Or like not Louis. Kinda, Louis Lamore's a I real guess. writer, but who's the one that's not a real writer? Well, Louis is kind of hackish. Yeah, He's yeah.
3: That's he's he's. I've tried to read a Louis a little more, and it's yeah. unreadable. But, um, no. So anyway, Plura turns out to be a princess at the end of it, and she's got a brother. And I don't know. Do you guys have a moment? I'm going to share the dumbest moment in my collection. <laughs> oh, you sure? <short>, yeah. <laughs> do you guys have a dumbest uh, Do you guys sure, have a Sure, I, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Well, real quick, let me hear your dumbest moment because I'm pretty sure my oh, dumbest moment you put me, will put
2: me on the spot here.
3: Well, I'm pretty sure my dumbest moment will. Will trump whatever dumb moment you two have, because I think I clearly got the worst of it. <laughs> Nobody ever talks about these stories
2: um what uh, okay, so uh in the dark empire uh Luke is going to a planet. this is where I, uh, this is where I put my read on fast forward uh, okay yeah. um Luke is going to a planet to find other Jedis, and he uh, he gets the f- strong feeling of the force since he goes to this planet and there's this like like a Konya novel there's a sexy lady like tied to a tree <laughs> and so he goes and cuts her off and then they're like she's from a race of all Jedi people that are on the planet and they like kind of talk but um, then they get like attacked by like bad guys the Empire people and so the tree then become is a giant like a Groot Jedi <laughs> Like that, she's oh, the tree that she's tied to is a Groot Jedi. But through this whole time, you find out that they've been taking direction. Uh, Leia's Yoda is not Luke, but some uh, like pre recorded like thing in a box that's teaching her the force. <laughs> but this tree, she's
1: learning from her. Like, she's got a bed that she that whispers into it. She's got a tape recorder she <laughs> so, listens to when she sleeps.
2: Yes, yes. Well, it's like a magic, uh, like a like a like a magic uh like a like a jewelry box that she opens and then it tends, oh, teaches her about and it talks to her she's got a she's got a hitchhiker's guide to <laughs> something like that jedi training yes and it turns out that that was recorded by this Groot tree uh this jedi and i was like i'm done i mean i'm not i'm not done i got to do this <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done i'm done in my heart right uh I, all right <laughs> well i i figured out
3: I figured. Well, yes, my I can confidently say mine mine trumps that. So okay. Plur turns out to be the princess of a planet, and she's called back to her planet because her brother, who she thought was dead, um, is taking the prince is taking over the planet. Mm. Okay, and he's leading like uh, uh, some sort of liberation army, and this guy's name was uh, Heron, the the prince Heron, and there's Plur. Prince Heron. Uh Prince Heron was always a bad guy. Like he was always it said quote all those years of dipping from the same genetic gene pool caused a wrinkle a flaw and otherwise normal family line. Uh, and it shows uh, little Heron with some sort of rabbit animal and he's like lighting it on fire with a blowtorch. <laughs> but
1: he's he's uh doing the he's a Huckabee son, huh? He's killing right. The dog. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, a Huckabee
3: son. So, but that's not enough to show that this little prince is fucked up, right? Uh, I'm going to read a little passage here. There was only one thing that gave my brother more pleasure than the suffering of others weaker than himself. The Empire and its champion, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. I suppose my parents should have expected it. The day Vader came to a visit himself to inspect Imperial Garrison and visit his greatest admirer was the happiest day of my brother's life. They played in Heron's room for hours. <laughs> and it shows this this little boy playing with model ships with Darth Vader. <laughs> No okay. one know no one was allowed into the room and no one knows what they talked about. But when they finally walked out, something in Heron had changed and it was if the meeting with Vader had purged the darkness from inside Heron and replaced it with something else, something cold. So wait, wait. So there My was a, there rabies. was a talking so head
2: meeting
1: and he says what I meant to say is I would not be evil now after this private meeting. Sorry. So
2: wait, he Sorry. had a what he had a Say this again. I'll make sure that I'm confused by this. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. yeah playtime yeah. with Vader. That's how I. That's how I did it
3: too. I'm like, wait a minute. I got it. <laughs> this is so stupid. I had to read it again. So it turns out this little boy, uh-huh. the only thing that gave him pleasure other than you know the suffering of people weaker than him was the Empire, and he was a huge fan of Darth Vader. So when Darth Vader came to this guy's planet uh, to do a personal inspection of the imperial imperial uh, garrison. Uh, he went to go visit his greatest admirer, and it was the happiest day of her brother's life. They played in heron's room for hours. <laughs> no one was allowed into the room, and no one knows exactly what they talked about. And it shows them playing with model planes, <laughs> and this boy sitting on Darth Vader's lap
0: <laughs>
3: at the e- on the edge of a bed. <laughs> Yeah,
0: Uh, and and it is
2: (laughs) notoriously good with kids, Darth Vader.
3: (laughs) Yes, right. Um, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna take a. And this isn't good for a podcast, but I just gotta take a picture of it just to text you how dumb this Uh, this looks. Mm -hmm. Well, this is this is the dumbest thing in my in my volume. In in a volume full of dumb things, this particular panel took
2: (laughs) took
0: took the cake
2: but your this series is talked about in very popular terms, sure, uh in sure. all of the lists yeah yeah, like like so this is you're not we're not reading the shit of the of the of the extended universe, you are that is considered a
3: yeah, my feeling is that like I said earlier, <laughs> I can see,
1: how... <laughs> uh, okay, now I'm looking at it, and yeah.
2: Whee!
1: Oh, he's making him fly with the force. Oh, he's so yeah. good with kids. <laughs> Is it Yeah. It's, it's not It's just like every kid that in the eighties that played with his own Star Wars toys. It's like I was playing with my my toys, my Mattel toys or whatever. And Vaders they could have made a commercial out of this in nineteen eighties. So there's two things yeah. that they're hinting at here.
2: Or there's a few things that they could be hinting at here. First off, that Vader has a childlike sense of whimsy underneath all of his murderous. Assault. Like Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: so that's the second thing that could be hinting is at that, is that there was something untoward going on in that room, or that he's like imbuing him with like Sith manipulation. Like it's. Right, right. Sure.
3: Well, I mean, Plur ends up killing her brother. Okay. So the guy who's the guy who's put, like the brother mm-hmm. that's taken over the planet is, is not really the b- brother. And only she knows it because she killed him.
2: So is there a lot so, of Jedi's in knows. these X Swing?
3: There is no Jedi. Okay, so it's gloriously yeah, free. It, I'm wondering if they even had a like a no Jedi mandate.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh,
3: there was one there was one hologram Jedi uh that was a part of a rock band that, <laughs> uh What's his name? What's of his holograms? Name?
0: Was it rock and oh, roll, or was it, it Cetus? Because Cetus is a I rock and
3: roll looking Jedi character from Dark. No, 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 no. There's a rock and roll hologram band that they go see. Jizz?
1: Do uh, they the, call it rock and roll? This is the good question. Or is he a
3: jizz artist? <laughs> they don't. They don't mention jizz at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mexico <Max and, laughs> um, <laughs> with jizz the brother and
2: the, and the Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> there is.
3: There is one. There is one interesting thing. In this in this rock and roll storyline, uh-huh. and that there's a group of uh, people on this planet who don't believe that the Battle of Endor ever happened, and no, they're that's... they're pro Imperialists So it's
2: like fake news. They're like they believe. Yeah, they're they're in
3: the city square, like preaching, like don't believe, like the Battle of Endor never happened. Don't believe The emperor is still alive. They're going to the make us fine. believe in a bunch
2: of teddy bears
3: took down the whole yes. empire i just i mean come yes. on folks
2: use your fucking brains like that guy yes. okay
3: that's exactly what it was and it, that was like kind of interesting and then they don't do anything with it it, oh. it goes away i'm like oh this is what the thing oh this is what it's going to be about because all these pilots that were there they get all heated right mm-hmm. because they were they were fucking the battle they I, were i was the in the shit you don't yes, know what they the, were the fuck shit.
1: you're talking about
3: so no, there's just one dumb thing after another. I mean, whether it's hologram bands or generic uh, Wookies uh, or people wearing Han Solo outfits that are not Han Solo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's a ho- yeah. I, 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 this not. There's nothing. These stories are not good. Uh, it seems like wherever they go, the Rogue Squadron. Wherever they go, for whatever reason, uh, there's always. Uh, the empire or imps as they're called, the imps, <laughs> the imps. are always like, or somehow for some reason lim- limping around the corner, all the bad guys uh, are all Imperial. Bad so guys. it is like
2: that, That ultimately that the, the return of the Jedi wasn't that impactful over the course of, yes,
3: that's the whole thing is that there's a lot of trouble out in the galaxy. Like that, mm. the battle wasn't mm-hmm. won. that the, these, all these, uh, it doesn't matter that the emperor's dead; that the empire is still. So, does it mention things like
2: Thrawn or, or th- any? Th- uh, or Thrawn is not in this. He's at not all even mentioned zero. as like a.
3: He's not even. Nope. Okay. Nope. So, and it takes place before all that in the in the. Well, it, the, so it all take
2: yeah, but it does It doesn't all just take place in the first. Five years? Is that what it is?
3: I think this is like, what I read is pretty much like the first year after oh, okay. the Battle of right. Endor. So it's mopping right. up okay. stuff, like I guess it's yeah, the original. So. Oh, it's definitely mopping up stuff. Yeah,
2: okay.
3: So You're it's... Right. And you deal with it, I mean, like I said it, you there's, uh, like the one of the, the main bad guys of the Phantom Affair is somebody who killed Wedge's parents, so you gotta deal with that, except this time he's back with a weird fucking thing, a parasite on his face. <laughs> Like
2: Starro, uh, is that what it's called from the DC comics where they yeah. had to wear the star? Yeah, yeah, he's got a yeah, yeah, he's got a
3: he's got a he, he's got a dumb he's got a dumb parasite on his face. Did you see
2: this? No, I just uh, you, no, you described no. it effectively. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's comic oh. books,
3: everybody. <laughs> That's the thing about some of this at its best it's mediocre. At its worst it's boring. So it's yeah. I can't believe anybody would ever would ever want to revisit this.
2: I was actually gonna say, like put your put, put yourself in the position of someone who likes this. Why do they like I it? I can only imagine because it
3: I r I don't know, it expands the universe.
2: I mean That's probably what other it is, planets
3: yeah. are mentioned. You get to see more if you like Wookiees, you get to see Wookiees in action. If you like X Wings, you get to see them fly. I mean these are people who are just hungry for, like, reliving the moments they saw on screen. So, that's The yeah. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind
1: of... Yeah, it would going into yours. Brings me to my whole thing, which is totally different
2: than yours, oh, because yeah. it's you like... The, yours is a different, almost a different era, even, like, the making of it. It's right, post-prequels.
1: Right. It's Yeah, it's post-prequels, pre prequels. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's I mean, all based in off the
2: real world in the real world it was made post prequels. Yeah, two thousand five, yeah. two thousand six is when mm-hmm. the first issue came out.
1: So and it's also based on a you know, it's it's an I it's a property, you know, it's Star Wars, but it's this Knights of the Old Republic, which is like it also gives you a date in relation to everything. But this is like four thousand years before the Battle of Yavin, which is the first episode four, yeah. I guess. We're big.
2: And so, <laughs> Long RIP bigs. Rest in power, bigs.
1: And so, you know, and it's like that That video game is people love. And, you know, the setting, the setting, it's fine. It's all, you know, and it's I guess, comic it, book. Have I
2: played the most of the video so, game? I've played 25 hours of the video game. And it uh-huh. is gloriously different, but like still the same. There's still I guess I don't right. know what they're called the people with the with the with the skin tags that wrap around their heads like a scarf. Oh god, Twi'leks. those people oh, yeah. pop yeah. up all up the,
3: the time in, in in rogue squadron too. Yeah, so when the one what are they called? Twilix. Twilix. T
1: W I apostrophe. Like, and their yes,
2: and their girls Ugh. like to fuck. Like if I like uh, that's what? their characterization everywhere. But like that did not. Oh, is that not in there? I didn't see that. Oh.
1: Well, they're there. There hasn't been. A, there's not a whole lot of twilix. They're in, in the book. I mean, they're me. in the
2: game. And then, we'll, but basically, it's taking like. I mean, it's different enough that it's not just all like a reference. Like there's jedis. Right. And there's races of people that you remember. Like, there's probably nibnubs and and whatever, but like <laughs> right. um, Gamorreans are the pig people. There's probably Gamorreans the and all this shit. But basically, it's so different that it's not like it's not like you're all the time like looking at like is Boba Fett gonna be in this? So yeah. right, but Mandalorians. The Mandalorians
1: are a big thing in it. Like this comic book, I guess takes place after the first game which is the sith you know and from my nerdy world building i like to read setting books perspective it's like eh, it's not bad Mm. it's like okay the mandalorians are where boba fett got his armor we know that Mm. but it's they're basically they're vikings they're klingons except they're humans and they live in these badass armor outfits that all look different i guess and, and there's the Mandalorian war going on. And like, so, and, and, but you know, the thing is, these are not good comics. They're dumb comics. The art is just doesn't make sense. It's from one thing. It'll, it'll be like just the art. I mean, but this isn't, this is just like bad comics making where it says, Oh, why'd you throw that punch at me? And it will be the dialogue box. And then on the right side of the panel, you'll see the, the movement of the swing. I was like, that just does not flow at all. It's just bad. Well, I mean, it's just, the art is inconsistent and it's like, it's the same writer for most of it, but the writing is like he, the one it's like comics. Like there's the one story arc that goes and then it will jump to another kind of serialized arc, But then there's the overriding arc of it's about this Padawan who's, um, masters. And the, the other thing, it kind of makes the Jedi, at least the main Jedi that are the antagonist of the hero, just seem kind of dumb. Like there's this group of five Padawans being taught by this cabal of five Jedi masters. And then the Jedi masters have a vision of one of their Padawans bringing back the Sith. And so these Jedi masters decide that they have to do whatever they can to avoid the Sith coming back so they kill all their Padawans. It's like, what? That feels like... And they keep saying they're not going to the dark side, they're they're just trying to be good Jedis, and they're not Sith, but they killed their fucking students, and then the one bubbling student, who everybody thought was the bad one, gets away, and he's trying to prove his innocence, and and he's got a sidekick, underworld... Uh, not Wookiee looking Snivian or alien and the arts, inconsistent on that. And then they go through wacky adventures and the Mandalorian Wars are coming up between the Mandalorians are trying to overtake the Empire. And, you know, like the the play to play is kind of roughshod and it's a little uneven. But at the same time, the archetypes actually, because the reason you told me, James, anyways, is that apparently that D and uh, D Benesoff and Weiss for their Star Wars trilogy. That's the that's the, the scuttlebutt. Yes,
2: is that they're doing an Old Republic? That's their trilogy. Is the Jedi Knights of the Old Republic that that right. they're working on? Yes,
1: and I'm sure that they'll do something completely different than dealing with these characters. But you know what? Like if they took these archetypes of a failed Padawan who becomes something great, and he's got his, you know, it's like. You could do something with it. You couldn't do an adaptation of this comic series. It would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just would be really bad. But you know what? Just do whatever I looked you want. up the writer but, for yeah. your
2: stuff, and he is currently writing Star Trek novels. Ooh. <laughs> so, yes, but anyway.
1: Jackson Miller, yeah. John Jackson yeah. Miller, yeah. And, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's fine. It's It's your basic mediocre comics, but, you know... There's, he might have ideas for story stuff that they could make a movie out of and just do it better. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it didn't, it's not blowing my hair back. That's So
2: there's not much there, even. So, so what is it? So it's not even like we, at least me and Hugh, our stuff is based off our old friends, Wedge and Tilly's, who, you know, who's shown so greatly in all of the trilogies. Uh, And, and, but what, what, what is someone getting out of your, I guess it's a, but it's not even the characters from the game, right?
1: Right, but it's the setting of the game, and like, yeah, I I took I I got through most of it. And I'm still struggling. Like, why are these Jedi's? But at the same time, if you're showing that in the past that Jedi's could still be fuck ups, you know, it's like, okay, you know what, I'm <laughs> fine with that, because they're they're a secret cabal and they're not telling the Jedi Council what they're doing. So there's a little bit of so, so it's that a lot of in- okay. So it's and he and he's like a shit, and you know, and his sidekick is basically. If they took Han Solo and Chewbacca and and morphed them into one character, because he's like a furry alien rat alien thing, uh-huh. who's a con artist and but you know it's you could have fun with that. That's fine. Um, and then he's got these two other offshoots, these which are just like uh, white haired, white haired albino people or something. It's like with. A hot one's a hot lady and one's yeah, you gotta a cranky a, old man. Is there like but, strong you know, like,
2: women in any of your guys' series? I guess you named one strong woman? No, I had I had three. Oh,
3: okay. My mine and they I don't I had three, but I don't even know if and they all had arcs that concern them. Mm-hmm. One was Winter, which which was the uh rebel spy who looks like Princess Leia. And she's in two major stories. I had Plur, who was the badass pilot who turned out to be a princess. And then I had Eskel, who is the woman who leads a resistance on her planet. Her husband died before the story began and the wiki befriended her and she becomes a rogue squadron uh, pilot. So I had three, but I don't know if they even had a conversation with each other (laughs) or another woman. So yeah, I yeah. my mine actually probably had the most because all the all the women in mine, it wasn't particularly groundbreaking, but they
2: all passed the were treated tests. like equals.
3: Well, no, it did yeah, pass. It. I mean, but they were, they were women, they yeah. weren't like nobody ever said something dumb. Yeah, like you know, you put time to put on your pants or something. You know, it was just they were treated as equals. They mm-hmm. hopped in their X wings and they fought. So right. that was. That was nice, I guess. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's fine. This is fine, too. There's like, there's Jedi. Some of their Jedi masters are women. And what this, mm-hmm. this Jirai albino is like a genetically engineered race. And that created by these kind of corporate overlords who kind of put, you know, have their boot on them. And, you know, I was like, it's, it's fine. You know, so it's, there's nothing. That's what I was. It doesn't pack the Bechtel test. To, to, it doesn't pass the Bechtel test in that she never really talks to another woman that I've no. seen. But I mean, it's not like it's, you know, it's not. Mine passes on the, uh,
2: on the, the, the Mon Motha has conversations with Leia about oh, yeah. the, you know, so like I guess that technically passes even though. Um, yeah. I guess, because that's one of the things too, I was thinking is that like, I guess going back and looking through this, I guess we can just admit this that, you know, the current Star Wars Oh, I will say, I is, will
1: say that. They all look like little stings in the way that at different oh, stages look. of his life, the way that they're, they're Oh, okay. is it because and, and there's like one long? black guy in the whole comic series. Oh yeah, so. but but you know that's that's an art thing.
2: Um, because one of the things that looking back on it, you know, and I, I like I, I think we can now see since uh, the Shira and and Thundercats upwarar that uh, it doesn't necessarily take true sexism to make something uh for fandom for dumb horrible disgusting fucking internet fandom to make things sexist so star wars shouldn't be a thing but i was looking for is star wars a decidedly machismo fan culture in these years and it i mean it's I mean, one of the main women is a you know one of the main characters in the trilogy is a woman with agency, so you know and a leader and right, and right. and the you know strong and feminine and all of the things that you want. So so it it doesn't come from like a like a it's not like Star Trek, like, which starts yeah, from like inherent... a, it's Star Trek. It starts from an inherently sexist position and then has to like get itself out of that.
3: Well, I don't. I don't let's not be too. Let's it's pretty thin suit it, it's Leia pretty a fine
2: character. lay is a fine character
3: it's thin suit though as far as the eu stuff is concerned because as you yeah. pointed out earlier <laughs> she's a broodmare the, as the extended yes. universe takes off, yes as the extended universe takes off she's a broodmare and also all of her skills are dependent upon learning from her brother Oh yes so yeah. it's not yeah, like it is so she does
2: become a there is not a leia storyline that doesn't involve her being this teched on like other jedi which wasn't a part of most of her not any of her movie storyline but everything has to get sucked up in the vader uh thing i mean a major chunk of one of these books is that she is the son of like she's the daughter of vader and one planet treats her as the queen because of that, uh, so she because she's a Vader's lineage, so like there's this kind of yeah, like it, you're right, it's thin soup. Uh, it it is uh, it's, yeah, far, from it it's far from enlightened. It's far from enlightened. But I think that it start like if you were a woman who was really into the Princess Leia from watching these shows, which you didn't. If you were a woman into sci-fi in the 80s, like I can't think of too many well, better characters to right. attach to.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not going out of its way to exclude women like a lot of these angry people that are calling for boycotts of Force Awakens or The Last Jedi.
2: But, but if you're, but just it does fall into, since it's just one character and Mon Matha isn't really a character and even in these books, really. So, um, it does fall into tokenism, just like you know, Lando's cool and black, right. you know. Right. But he's still just the only you know, the only ca- character of color right. uh in these series. So um so let's uh I think we should take a little break here before we get into Last Jedi and then talk about it for the rest of the time. I'm solo, I'm on solo, I'm on solo, I'm
4: on solo, so Yeah, I'm feeling good tonight. Finally feeling free and it feels alright. Oh, Time to do the things I like Gonna see a princess, everything's alright Oh, no job but I answer to Ain't a picture in the palace, zoo. No, and since that carbonite's off me I'm living life now that I'm free, yeah Told me get myself together Now I got myself together yeah. Now I made it through the weather Better days are gonna get better I'm so happy the carbonite is gone
2: going into last jedi and the like i don't think we've ever talked about it like on a thing have we no No, really i mean we're all fans of it right yes yes Yes. i don't think like i mean i know that's contentious but like um i watched it again recently and i one of the reasons i started this is i was like watching it again and i was afraid to go back to it because so many people hate it and not just toxic people but people who aren't like, just hate it. right?
1: Like, I think I've told you, like, the guys I saw it with, we watched Return of the Jedi the night before in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then I went with all these people my own age and older and, and people that work in art house cinemas and are big just movie snobs and everything who, like, find films, and I respect their opinions. We watched The Last Jedi, and they hated it because and, and they thought that Luke kind of, like, was done wrong or something. And
2: they well, just that... that
3: yes, okay, so... I mean, that that last temptation of Christ, the p- article that I sent you yeah, guys. Yeah, and I where said, compares- are those
2: videos too? Because there's a video
3: series called no, that too. No, I mean there okay. there were clips yeah. of Last Temptation in it, but mm-hmm. no, it was a it was a it was an actual think piece mm-hmm. comparing and contrasting the uh, the outrage that Scorsese faced with the Temptation of Christ because That's interesting, yeah. you know. It was it, the 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 thrust of the article was it was blasphemous for to look at Christ as anything but a deity. Mm-hmm. And when you when you took a movie that took the time to like unpack Christ the man and the struggles of the man himself, strip away the, the magic God powers is. of him, yeah. then people got heated and got upset. Mm-hmm. And I've and and then it went through pretty much step-by-step step, the similarities between Defoe's Jesus and Scorsese's Last Temptation of Christ and, uh, Rian Johnson's version of Luke Skywalker and what he's gone through, and it fits really well with Harvey Keitel's Judas and being compared to, uh, right Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's a really interesting article, and brings up a good point. where what we're basically seeing is we're seeing somebody that we viewed as a deity for the last thirty years, mm-hmm. which is just some dumb farm boy who had some powers, really. And but like you know, dealing with it in a very real and human way. And I guess watching people deal in a very real and human way is not always entertaining to some people. But it they got the fact that they weren't, they weren't entertained by it, like equals being offended. Yeah. I think right.
0: that,
2: I, I, I mean, watching it through and then it, it sort of became clear to me, like as watching it, that I was like, this movie is like as good as I thought. What the fuck is everyone thinking? But like it is. And I, I know there's a toxic element, but I'm talking about people who didn't, who maybe aren't, aren't like that. And right. um it has to be that they, they are married to, the story either in their head or in these eu books that that they're so yeah i think that it is maybe a deity but it's also like that they've they've just they've told the story themselves in their head and then force awakens was such a crowd pleaser that saved this for like we'll talk about this later about luke skywalker (laughs) And, and mm-hmm. that was saved for The Last Jedi. They kind of cheated, actually. Yeah, they cheated it. And we'll save all of this for later because Han is still Han. And Leia, you know, I mean, th- that's not a controversial place to go, but Luke Skywalker was. And... It once you got there, I don't know, other than, and I know that everybody laughed on Twitter when that, po- like, that fan poster went around where it's like Luke Skywalker with a six pack and two lightsabers. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And like that would be like the and Ray taking a turkey out of the oven. <laughs> that's, a,
3: that's what they wanted.
2: Yeah. And, but th- that, that he would con- conform to their badass desires. And, the fact that you had, because so many people hate the that first scene where he throws the lightsaber off the the right to like right. I don't give a fuck about the lineage because the fans are like, oh. and even on the Thawne trilogy, he gives Mara Jade the original lightsaber uh that was cut from his hand, which that was the same lightsaber that Ray handed right. him, and it's treated with reverence in that because he it was like a love gift to her. And in this, he just throws it off. Like, who gives a fuck. You know, like this. Now,
3: here's the thing. There's, uh, the people, we're talking, again, we're we're talking about the non-toxic yeah, outrage. Yes. Where you, I, I've been there. Mm. I have been there, and I'm going to give you guys both an example, and you're probably on board with me. But the last time I went to a movie theater, and I was severely upset at how a well-known character was handled, was Man of Steel.
0: Oh, yeah, yes.
3: Superman. Yes, yes. Fucking snap necks and do dumb shit and mope. I felt and mope. like
2: I mope. Yeah, Superman doesn't mope. Like, yeah.
1: Well, and just like question whether he should save people at all, like or what? just
2: oh,
3: yeah, or like don't or like don't don't son, let me die so your 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 secret identity will be. That saved. was so dumb. Yeah. About me. Is a fundamentally dumb thing so i understand i understand the feeling yeah dad should i let that
1: bus full of children drown yeah maybe you should have yeah (laughs) what
3: i i i understand the feeling of seeing like or the disappointment Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and like then you realize well this thing that i loved you know now this is the new status quo and then i'm angry about it being the new status quo like this is just how it's gonna be this is just how Superman's going to be from now on. got if I want to go enjoy a Superman movie, I got to suffer through this shit five more times, which, you know, <laughs> consequently I didn't I didn't because I just stopped seeing Superman movies. You right. Exactly. You,
2: you not seeing Batman at this point, you've made, like I feel like you've you've made your 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 point and it's now it's out of you as a as something that can hurt you. Now you should just go see it for the goddamn <laughs> insane ass shit that it is. You should see it for, like, like you would watch The Room at this point. I don't know, maybe. It can't if, hurt you anymore. Yeah, it can't hurt
3: you. <laughs> right, they're not getting my money or whatever. Oh, no, I no, mean, no, no, if it's no, on no. HBO yeah, and I'm bored, yeah. but I guess... Three hours I, to kill. So yeah. I understand, but I don't think, but I don't think that's, I think, I think if you see something on screen and you're just disappointed with how things went, Mm-hmm. I can I can kind of get that.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is too. And I think that it is disappointed because because he's human. And I think that's the thing that goes back to your last temptation of Christ, is that
3: right? they didn't want to see that though. Yeah. If people want to go see a Jesus movie and they want to go find about the last, like they want to read what's exactly in the Bible, they want to be validated somehow mm-hmm. with their own sets of
2: beliefs. They don't want anything challenged. And validation is a big thing because. Even, like, because we read these extended universe things, if you go to YouTube or go whatever and just type in the extended universe, you will find tons of vloggy rants by very lonely people uh, being upset that, their sto- that Disney threw their stories in the garbage. Right, but their stories were dumb. I, I get, I like, get that, but it's, it's like, their. I, I know, but yeah.
3: like, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to be flippant, but at the same time, let's be flippant. Does Disney really want to no. be beholden to the prince that was sitting on Darth Vader's lap? <laughs> I mean, or, or, or the band that was a hologram and the jet. I mean, just there's so much stupid shit you have to keep track of. It's so much easier if you're not to tell your to tell new stories if you're not bogged down with just old details you're not hamstrung by stuff and one of my favorite things this is what killed me about it too is the the extended universe comics i don't one of my favorite things ever in the world is an extended universe comic and it was done of the timothy zahn of his day which is carl barks's Uncle Scrooge who mm-hmm. is the throne of his day <laughs> Uncle Scrooge did not Uncle Scrooge did not exist in at the time of his creation in the Dis, in Walt Disney's pantheon of characters. He was something that was spun out of whole cloth as new uh, you know for for just for just comics. Mm-hmm. So and later he was incorporated into the larger Disney universe but everything that that Carl barks built with the duck family and Duckburg, uh that stuff is those are really good stories and they're all character based and they all this and I have I literally I've I don't know how many books I'm up to now 10 or 12 I don't know I own them all in hardback the fan and graphics Carl uh, barks library hmm. but so, it's not like I'm against the idea of, of you know, taking IP and, and doing new stuff with yeah. it. I just... This was just not my bag, no, I I, guess. Yeah. I don't know what
2: I was trying to say. Well, no, I, I get what you're... It's not that you're just against that. It's just that it is it is something within the the work itself. So, one of the things that's... uh Like, we do a Star Trek podcast. You're, we're probably listening to this on a Star Trek feed. So... Like one of the things that that strikes me that's helpful in comparison is that there was this huge issue when ne- new Re- new Ge- next generation came out, where it was because to the fans of the original show, Star Trek show, that was based on characters. They liked those characters, not the world. They liked Spock right. and 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 Kirk and and. It's going back to that now, but like one of the things that the next generation did was expand that. It gave them new characters that they then obsessed over, but it expanded the universe. So now you had this this broad based thing, and that is what, like, I mean, I think what some of the e the extended universe did, but still, the most successful stories are about Luke and Wedge and Mara Jade, who's you know in, in raising Don and who's the, you know, she's the Jedi Master that Han's kids are Padwans to and all of this shit. And that's all, but it's all based off the lineage of the characters from the original series. So it seems to me that what Disney has found with Last Jedi and Solo is that Star Wars isn't a universe. Star Wars are characters from a, a movie we watched a while ago. and And I think that's why, like, even... Most fans only consider two and a half, two, maybe three Star Wars movies good. They don't like the prequels. You're supposed to like, as a fandom, you're supposed to throw all those out. And you don't like the new new Kathleen Kennedy stuff because she's ruining your your toys. So really, and half of the people don't like, you know, Return of the Jedi. So you're literally only left with liking the first two and, and well, they which, all,
1: well they're all coming around on the prequels which
2: is something i do i do but not but that's half irony um and and but uh, there are a lot okay so let's put it this way let's I don't put it think this they,
1: way. i don't think they know any better it's people that grew up i because I, I i i've done comedy with people 10 years younger than me they they grew up so mm-hmm. that was the prequels that's were true. their first star wars so they don't know
2: that yeah like my son legit finds George jar jar, jar Binks funny yeah um like, yeah. <laughs> and he's not like the worst taste kid, I don't know, but no, um, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but so for a small segment of fandom, one that can prop up a Dark Horse comics run or a cartoon on you know Disney XD, um, likes the extended universe. Not everything has to be Leia and Luke and, and Skywalker's and Vader and shit, but to make that. 1.9 billion dollars of money every movie you're going to have you can't do that you can't make a Thrawn movie like about Thrawn versus uh some other guys you can't make that movie you can't make a Biggs movie or a Wedge movie I'm sorry you can't do that it has to go back to these core people because that's that <laughs> well, the wait a minute. 9 Even when it went, <laughs> the core, people, it went back
3: to the core people went back to the core person but, and solo uh, in that movie flop. Well,
2: yeah, well that's true too, but I, <laughs> but no, I think that that I'm saying that like yeah, you're it's a point too. I don't know what to do. I don't know what it is. It's it's not it's a broken, <laughs> Shit, I don't know how to counter that. Is it it got too big. It's like a dinosaur. It got too big to survive in a world in a changing world. So where Star Trek was never that big, so like if you lost all of the Kirk and Spock fans in the eight in the late '80s and early '90s with Deep Space Nine and shit, nobody gives a shit. It was just it just had to keep enough people watching it to keep it on basic cable, and to fund some conventions. It doesn't have to be the biggest goddamn movies of all time. St- Solo still made like eight hundred million dollars. It just wasn't enough. <laughs> And it, right. I mean, Last Jedi, who, which is looked at as the most controversial movie ever made, made $1.4 billion at the box office. It's just too big to keep that going. And I don't know what Disney does about that because you can't, I mean, like, unless you're just happy to make a bunch of little shit, which is probably what it should be.
1: This doesn't need to be what they should have done, blah, blah. They should, like, make Star Wars Christmas. I still don't understand why they decided to move Solo off of Christmas. Because you just have a built-in that. Yeah, there was that too. But I mean,
2: I think that there's a legitimate like people just weren't interested in seeing that movie because to them, Han Solo is Harrison Ford. It's a character that Harrison Ford played.
1: Oh, that—that's been my point since they announced it. Yeah,
2: yes, that Wade was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I agree,
1: and I, and I've always thought that. But if they put it. If they put it out at Christmas, everybody would still go
2: see it. And I think it was a I fine think. movie. I still think it was a fine movie. I, I, I don't know. Me too, me too.
3: Like, I... Yeah, we're agreeing. Yeah, I, I had
2: a really good time. Yeah, period, but I so. get also why it's not a... Like, if you told me that movie made $1.9 billion, I'd go, really? Like, I wasn't, you know, that that's not the movie you put out to make $1.9 billion. It seems like this is a case study of, like, I don't know, like, nobody knows what to do with these characters. Everybody knows what they got to do with these characters. They got to kill these fucking characters like it's like genesis who the fuck or star 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 trek gen generations start which what is it called fucking the kirk generations, generations. where they killed yeah you gotta kirk, kill kirk they, because they, fucking hey god damn it you gotta get him off of this fucking series and and yeah, i feel, but
1: they did a they did a poor job of it and sure they and did a poor job of yeah. it didn't kill
2: anything though like killed it later when it just no. They just started making shit, but like you have right, to make right. it popular for a new group of people. I just don't know what you. I don't know. It's a mess, and so yeah, I, yeah.
1: generations didn't make anything popular if they was just writing. Well, that's them. what I'm saying, and all, I think like, that yeah.
2: Star Star Wars can, but then they're going to lose a uh, you know ep- epic movie takes guy. Right,
1: but that's what Last Jedi did by killing Luke. That they, they pissed everybody off by doing yes, because
2: so. you're going to piss off those. Lonely guys our age. Yeah, I there's a certain percentage of people who
3: are always going to support Trump no matter what he does. And there's a certain amount of people who will profess to love Star Wars, but vehemently really hate anything new that comes out that is Star yes. Wars. Right. It's right, like the right. same twenty three percent and of just miserable people. You and know.
2: they're loud and they're and so people always have to defer to them. Right. And executives don't give a shit, but they just want to feed stuff to the loud people and Right, and so right. that's they're going to listen to these guys. So yeah, my my advice
1: is just fuck those guys.
2: But you know, I think that this ex, this experience though has a, finally. I was there before, but this may I I may be done with Star Wars. <laughs> like I mean like <laughs> yeah. I think i have just I know that there's some interesting stuff. I know that the Game of Thrones guys are doing a series, and Ryan Johnson's got more stuff coming out, and I love Ryan Johnson. I just like I don't know. Like I'm
1: yeah. I mean. I'll go see this shit. I I said the same thing. Like, oh, I think this solo is a horrible idea, but I will go see it, and I did, and I well, had a good time. I'm not
3: somebody who's going to indulge. That's
2: me too.
1: I'm like saying,
3: my hatred. I'm saying, and I'm not somebody who feels that it needed to be a right. complete every like. You know, but if
1: it's good, if if it's passable, you know, I'll take my kids to it. That I don't. Yeah. Have, here's you know, what. It, you know, but sometimes. here's what. I'm like. I'm not going to invest my life. It's not going to be a formative work or how i define myself like it kind of may have been as my nerd
2: but one of the things that would but one of the things that i don't want to be is one of those guys that looks like he's not going to the movies anymore because they put wombs in them like because they put women and and black dudes in them i don't that's like i'm not even i'm not even displeased with your output i love last jedi i think it's fucking it's a top three star wars movie But like everything, about like, but I get that you can't keep you can't keep running that way. And I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. This shit's just too much. Like it's like too much to like be a part of. And maybe I maybe I'll you know. It's just it's not for me anymore. Yeah, just do do your thing. Keep making them. I don't care. (laughs)
1: Like maybe I'll see them. I probably will. I I
2: got a lot of there's a lot of shit going on in the world. Uh, There's a lot of different kinds of stories that I'm interested in. I just you know. Maybe this is a time to close the book on, you know, I'm, I, I feel like as, as a culture, we, we, we exist as like 10 year olds now, 12 year olds, a nation of 12 year olds, what I've been saying. And, and I think that right. we have to, you know, at some point you have to like kill the best, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, and, and maybe, maybe Star Wars is, is that maybe that, maybe these things are, 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 are Yeah. Uh, maybe it's time for well, me to get over it. Isn't that the lesson of the last two nights? Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, good point, Ryan Johnson. And maybe I need to get over it. And and uh, and I can Yeah,
3: Ryan. The greatest trick Ryan Johnson ever ever did was to get us to all stop at at his at his at his movie.
2: Clo- and you know what? It kind of is a beautiful closing, of the- except for that Ray and Kylo. Do- that those two characters, which I love don't they i need some form of like like if i have some sort of attachment to the story that's going on instead i would like to see a resolution between those but i'm not going to get that i'm going to get fucking they, they they wheeled a fucking like limo up to whatever old folks home fucking Billy D. Williams lives in and shoved him into there and there's probably gonna um, be a hey, fucking si- what? No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm I'm all fuck for Billy all D. All of that. Fuck all of that. Back. Kill uh, like his Bring, Wedge is gonna give be a-
1: Billy D. some work. What? God damn it. He deserves elderly wedge give, him, elderly. give Billy
2: D. Williams a fucking show about old pig put him in fucking Bubba Ho tip like type shit or something. I don't know. Like I don't wanna like I'm done. Like get these old fuck like leave these old fuckers alone and make your own goddamn movie and and i'm but that but that's the fact that they have to go put this old fucker in this goddamn movie that has nothing to do with old fuckers and it it it, they should
3: just put they should put donald clever and old old person makeup (laughs) (laughs) look they've got they've got
2: a perfect it's the final thing of the trilogy they killed everybody they've killed everybody off They'll kill him next time. They, lo- Star Wars is What is dead. your take? Your, your attraction to this is what you got to kill. I'm
1: just saying it's fine. Like, I don't care. It's not going to piss me off if they put him in. Put the guy in. He's happy to do it. People will love to see well, him. Well, it's kind of sad, it's sad it's to fine. see him
0: hobble around.
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> okay. want to see old man Lando, like, hobble around and be sad and fucking lonely. And uh, hey, you know what? Four, Make it four or arc- five minutes. It's not going to be Logan. It's not going to be Patrick Stewart and Logan. I They're not going to give him a send off. They're they... sure they might. Who who?
1: My my point is, I don't give a fuck. Put him in there. Star Wars is dead. Long live Star Wars! I don't Wars want to be that fan that's bitchy it.
2: because Admiral Ackbar dies in like a half a second in Last Jedi, and fans like butt ached over that forever because it's a major character. No, it isn't. He says two lines in one movie. He's Listen, not a major character.
1: From all the reading in the in the Star Wars RPG, okay, the. Mon calamari are very important to the. Ribbon. I know, but they're not
2: very important to any movie I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> I I agree with you. on so, I, I
2: get you. I. There's a lot of there's a lot of fucking Admiral Akbar in the heir to the throne or whatever the fuck it's called.
1: My my whole thing is like you know what I'm just gonna be, like calm and like at one with the force about it and not let my emotions get out of the way because I really don't care. I'm
2: toying with cutting all of this shit out. I'm toying right. with after seeing Infinity War two, just being done with it. I said that after Infinity War one. I, I know,
1: uh, right? You're, but that's funny to me because you're the only person I know that keeps up with all the comics in Marvel and Marvel. I know. DC. Well, I, I,
2: or, I mean, I like let's. I keep up with some of them, but um, right.
1: Well, I mean, that's more than I haven't followed any superhero comics in like twenty years. I don't years. have to buy them. I just. Well, I know I, just, I mean I, like, I I know I know how you do it. <laughs> I just insane. I just put them I, my... I don't have to buy them either. They cost but I, me 10. They give me them. 10 bucks a
2: month. Yeah, no, it's fine. I also like I also like I there is a part of me that likes uh writing stories within existing structures and like how you change it yeah. and stuff like that and when you see someone do it really well, it's kind of when you see someone get a handle on a character And do something unique with it. Like it's kind of interesting. Right. Like there's probably some 22 year old guy that's going to have a really fucking amazing name or take like in five years. And I don't want to like not see that. I
1: like, I like knowing what's going on. I like hearing you talk about what's going on in comics, but Mm -hmm. you know what? I just don't have the energy or the desire to really keep up with it's it. It's That's kind of how are I, we talking
2: about serializing? I'm talking about yeah, like me quit kinda, quitting everything. I'm talking about me quitting everything.
1: That's and that's how I feel about Star Wars. Like, I mean, right. it, it's less it's less buy-in to go see a movie than it is to read twenty comic books. A mm. month it's a lot or easier
3: to just buy buy like a graphic novel or well, when you want to read. Yeah, it. no, right. I just but, yeah. you know,
1: like I'll see a movie. It's easy to do, but I'm not gonna. I don't. Why? Why should I? care why should i be mad at it and why should i it's not it's not about it's not about
2: any of these things what what i what i'm coming to the conclusion on this is that i and it's a long conclusion because it is something that i mean it's a uh, i almost look at it as an addiction like i look at it as a it's a it's a part of my personal mm -hmm. interests that keep out other interests that drowned out other interests you know it's not so much that like like hair, I'm sure heroin is really, really fun. But the problem with heroin isn't like taking oh it. It's boy. and it doesn't have to kill you if you know how to take it. The problem with heroin is, is that it yeah. drowns out everything else in your life. Uh, right, uh, you know, it doesn't have to kill you, but it stops being fun. Yeah, it stops being fun. You do get, but it also <laughs> kind of like kind of like, like kind of like Star like. Wars and and Marvel <laughs> right. movies and all of those things. So like I I think that like. Marvel movies are, are a little bit different cuz I actually have that relationship with my kids. I don't have like like my kids don't give two shits about Star Trek, Star Wars or Star Trek. So, <laughs> and Star Trek's easier just cuz they're just not I mean they're not doing anything if, you know, Star there hasn't been a Star Trek hasn't made a last Jedi in, in 20, right, since right, 1998. Right. So, anything remotely as good as that. So, I don't have to that's not hard. They suck. But um but Star Wars is a, is a little bit because they are doing quality stuff, but it is—I don't know—like it—it it is not worth my det- attachment to it. I'll, I will—I will, I will full, wholeheartedly right. say that. What—what uh, yeah. what yeah. is your in conclusions, Hugh and Wade?
1: Mine is just like Star Wars is dead. Long live Star Wars! If you want it, fine. Mm. I don't have to care about it. <laughs> like, are, and I'll—and I'll probably go and enjoy these movies. Are you gonna watch the? Are you gonna watch
2: time. the the? The um, Happy Hogan series. Oh, what? The John. Fav- the John is doing a show. Are oh, you going to watch that?
1: I don't know if if my. Yeah, I mean, I think we're idea. all What's...
3: pretty non-committal to this stuff until we see a trailer. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Like, I mean, what if we? What if we said on the record of how we if we were going to watch Titans or not before the fuck back? <laughs> I
4: mean, it's. <laughs>
2: that fucking batman like i saw that the first thing i woke up this morning that changed me immediately that was the first thing i did this morning was type like saw that watched it and then texted you guys and said oh my god watch this shit
1: sometimes when i feel bad it feels good or
2: whatever that line was All right, but this yes. is off topic. Okay, this so where topic. are you, Hugh? I'm done. Hugh, what's your like? You come to not bury Star Star Wars, but to praise it, or uh, not
3: to... no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm going to see Episode Nine, and that's probably the next time I think about it. Yeah, is you know what I mean? Like, I'll see Episode Nine. I'll walk out of the theater. Two days later, I'll be like, "Oh, that was a movie I saw," and then. Six months later, I'll see it. I'll see it on Netflix. I'll be like, "Oh, I should watch that again." Yeah, and then like never get around to it because there's always something else on Netflix
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
3: that I haven't seen. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I really don't need much Star Trek in my Star Wars in my life.
2: Do we? Okay, this is like this is a personal thing. We can bail on this right after this. Do you feel like I? Like I used to enjoy. Like, like I have two different things now. Like, cause you guys know I exist in troll world, and I, I watch all of this horrible shit uh, that these <laughs> horrible fucking people make. And it was because yeah. I like I discounted them. In 2015, 2016. And now, like, I don't like, now I feel like someone needs to pay attention. You're the New York Times. Uh, You're like, somebody (laughs) needs to write 500 stories on these people. Uh, Maybe, maybe, or like that, like, you can't take this shit. And and now I'm starting to think, no, you you don't like, but then there's people (laughs) like, but then, but then, some, uh, some fucking, like, fucking bag of vomit, like Jordan Peterson coughs up. And, mm-hmm. and it is backed by the magic guy who doesn't like that She-Ra doesn't show enough of her tits anymore and that guy and so like I, I is this a base of a political movement that I need to be uh, effective at combating like do I need to know this do I need to like does their Sha- Does my Shaolin style need to like match their Wu-Tang style like and, <laughs> right. it, and so it. but I can't tell or do I just need to like discount them and and like be shut of this shit. One's for my personal I, health, but one is know. like, it, like, do I need to be politically aware of them because they could destroy the fucking world? Like, and with their hatred, can they th- can the hatred of Sheila Shira be weaponized, or Last Jedi be weaponized into into something that's actually going to like hurt real? You know, that's got to open concentration camps. And it sounds silly, but it sounded silly to me in two thousand and. Eight. Yeah. Right.
3: we're not that far. There, there's right. definitely a relationship between.
2: Yeah. Between the. So that's where I'm at, two. and so
3: maybe, I feel like toxic fandom is is a gateway
2: drug to toxic
0: politics. Toxic
3: Politics. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: They often go. They do. Hand. They do. Oh God, do they? And I mean, that's the, the that, you know you you can say that the, you know the cultural Marxism or like you know that's the Gromsky theory is that culture leads politics, and so like and I know that that's something that Nazis do is go into these like find all of the last Jedi hated all the last Jedi hatred message boards and then yeah and I don't I don't like that Finn guy either. I mean like come on, like
0: it's <laughs> right, too much right?
2: guys. And why does she have pink hair? Like, I don't know why Laura Dern had to have pink hair being a ballroom gown. I was like, who gives a fuck? Why do people dress like they do in a fucking yeah, Star right. Wars? Movie?
1: And you know Darth Maul is just a Jew. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: and then it'll eventually go <laughs> weird, but everybody's with you until that point. <laughs> right. And and so it <laughs> Yeah. So uh do you know who's just <laughs> like uh do you know who's just like the Sith banks? <laughs> you know <laughs> European banks. So um, welcome to me purging myself of Star Wars and my friend, and me, me, <laughs> forcing my friends to do it too. All right.
1: <laughs> Next week, back on the old bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're
2: going back to that old me. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, we'll talk about, it, or soon, you'll we'll go back to uh, talking about the Star Trek.
2: That you I'll get back on that bullshit. Know. Yes, I will not I love, leave that yes. IP and until I'm done with this podcast.
1: <laughs> right. So yeah, you know all the other stuff. I guess you can give us a call at the Kickers of Elves hotline if you want to tell us. But wait, Star Wars is the greatest thing ever, or whatever. And oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All right. If that's you know, come. We want to hear what you think, so give us a call at nine one seven four zero eight three eight nine eight um and we might have other star trek and star wars thoughts on the patreon at kickers of elves patreon.com slash kickers of elves we've talked about solo movie and stuff over there but whatever uh we'll see if we if we're uh, leaving Star Wars forever Or when the next movie comes out If we talk about it somewhere else I don't know Who the fuck knows
2: <laughs> <laughs> In conclusions Star Star Wars is a nation of contrast And maybe The, the balance of the Force Is the friends we made along the <laughs>
0: <long
4: life>. way <laughs> Alright made the Force be what You see his blood It drained into the boards And I had to change them Got a chicken, duck, woman thing waiting for us. Every day I worry all day. About what's waiting in the bushes of love. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Something's waiting in the bushes of love. Every day I worry all day. About what's waiting in the bushes of love. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Something's waiting in the bushes of love Yo, never knew my dad, he didn't care about me Dead horizon is all my macro binocular See moisture farming all my life and not a drop spilled My aunt and uncle, double sons, and sipping blue milk My aunt and uncle, double sons, I'm sick of blue milk blue, blue, But then a desert hobo came and told me We all got a chicken, duck, woman thing waiting for us Every day I worry, all day What's waiting in the bushes of love? Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Yeah, something's waiting in the bushes of love. Yeah, every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love. Something's waiting in the bushes for us. Something's waiting in the bushes of love. Hold me when I open like a flower